With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is anybody on him? Oh. Oh, goody, goody, goody. <laughs> this is Tina Boone. I know who you is. <laughs> You remember where we? You remember where we were? Me? Oh, let's see. You wasn't here last week, was you? Yes, I was. Was you? I think so. I don't think you were. Well, maybe that was when my phone was out. Yes, that's what it was, because I called you Tuesday, remember? And you told me that. Okay. <clears throat> oh, that's yeah. What it was. Brother Jeff's going to be here and uh, going to take us through the the wilderness wanderings and see what, see, see what and all it, that uh, God's going to add to it. Uh, Hey, this is an easy, easy peasy lesson tonight. It's a good one too. What chapter is it? Uh, chapter uh, Exodus, chapter fourteen. <clears throat> I hear well, somebody. I'm. Um, I'm. I read the more than just chapter 14. So tell me, but is this when they're going, they're making that short walk to the promised land? Uh, This is the 40 years of wilderness wanderings. Right. And this is the very beginning of it. And, uh, it's they're awfully scared about tonight, but it's it's truly marvelous what what the Lord's going to do. If I could just always remember that when our wanderings in in uh, this present day, you know, yeah. most of the time I don't do a pilgrimage; I just wander around. <laughs> Don't we all? Dana had forgot about it. I called Jan earlier, and Dana had forgot about it. You told me you were going to call me and let me know for sure. You didn't ever call me. Who just called me a while ago? I called Reminding me that he was going to be on tonight. I called you a few minutes ago, though. <laughs> you didn't call, did you? Who was it uh, called? I'm on here, hey, Janice. Oh, Dana, I'm, good deal. I'm on here, too. Ida? 
Casey. This is Casey. Oh, Casey, Casey. Oh, okay. Good, Casey. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Huh? Miss, yeah. Miss Barbara. Miss Barbara and I are here too, but we're going to stay muted. Oh, okay. Uh, is she on now? Yes. Hey, Barbara. Hey, hello. Good, good to hear from you. Oh, it's good hearing your voice too. Good. We're we're just going to kind of mark time until uh, Brother Jeff gets in with us. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to mute now. Lest, uh, lest we waste any time, though, uh, I've got, have y'all, let's see what exactly what time it is. It's going to be 7 o'clock. I think while we're waiting on him to come, uh, I'm going to just kind of go back over what we read last Monday night and uh, just to kind of get us up to speed. And uh, and then maybe he'll he'll come in uh, if he's not here already. Maybe he'll just bust in, and that's what I want him to do. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead, and uh, we'll have prayer. And uh, while we're waiting for Brother Jeff, we'll we'll read those uh, chapter Exodus chapter fourteen down to 12. <clears throat> Dear blessed Father in heaven, we come in the name of Jesus tonight with gladness in our heart. Lord, to just be uh, enclosed in your presence, Lord. Thank you for allowing this good time that we can with all the modern things here that we can all gather together and just from all over the world, Lord, and it's just good. And, Father, I pray now that we've read this, that it's something always new and outstanding, and uh, I pray you would be pleased to just just help us to enter into the, the joy and the excitement of this trip. Father, we thank you for everybody that's come. Pray that our ears our might be blessed as we listen to this. Thank you for the privilege, dear Father, in Jesus' name. <clears throat> okay, I'm going I'm to start reading there at chapter 14. <clears throat> and the Lord spoke to Moses. Who's, who just come in? Ida. Oh, Ida. Good, good. How about Miss Christie? Is she? I don't know. Um. I should have told her today. <laughs> oh well, I I sure hope I sure hope she will because she knows Brother Jeff Stewart and I I want her to to uh, mm. get to hear him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, chapter fourteen, verse one. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel. Now they're they are on their journey, you know. They're they're, uh, but the Lord seems like it's kind of um, entered in here with special instructions. 
speak and tell them to turn and then count before Pahaharoth between Migdal and the sea over against Baal Zephon before it shall be in count by the sea. Now, he's, this is where he wants them to spend the night, evidently. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, Oh, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them. And I'll be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts that the Egyptians, the Egyptians may know that I'm Lord. And they did so. <clears throat> And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. So what's new? And they said, what have we done this? Why have we done this? That we have let Israel go from serving us. All our free labor is gone. Verse 6. And he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with a high hand or an upper hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them, and all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army, and overtook them in camping by the sea, beside Pihaharath before Baal Zephon. I was just thinking about all the rattling and the the thunder of that big army. And I I just feel like when they got pretty close, they heard that. Maybe the ground was even vibrating. The, oh, the fear that came on those poor Israelites. Verse 10. <clears throat> and when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. Their feared, feared evil, harsh taskmasters was on them. And they were so afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. <laughs> that's about time, ain't it? You know, that's when we, that's when, when it gets worse, that's when we cry out to the Lord. But he's always there. He's looking at us, got us overshadowed by those two things. But anyway, they, they, verbally cried out to the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there was no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? You know, wasn't, wasn't there enough graves there? You, you're going to spread us out? Coming out of, it comes out of uh, <laughs> Wherefore, Hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? They they jumped on Moses now, and they said, It's all your fault. Uh, and verse 12 says, Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? 
For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And yet they had cried to God for who knows how long they cried to God before he decided to send a deliverer. And they were so happy until it all got hard on them. And then, you know, they changed their mind. The the garlic and leek sounded awfully good to them. Let's see. Now, Brother Jeff, are you with us? Oh, Brother Jeff. Don't sound like he's he's with us yet. Uh okay, well let's till till he comes I hope he's not having trouble getting on. Uh, let's talk about this uh before while we're waiting on him. <clears throat> Who is that? Did somebody did somebody say something? Okay. Uh, so uh, just putting yourself in their position, can you imagine the fear? that that came up on them because that's their that's their the ones that was probably beating them to death and and even even uh i imagine some of them died and but they're just in a a tizzy uh and i i i think about us a lot of times when things get so bad we think what are we going to do and we're driven to call on the name of the Lord. What are we going to do? You know, sometimes I I get that way, and I'll say, Lord, I'm I'm just a mess. I'm just a mess, Lord. I've uh, I've walked for day after day without truly communing with you, and uh, you know, I just. I, the things of this world just takes over a lot of times, just takes over. And uh, and we're just left to ourselves, and we realize that's nothing. Me, by myself, is nothing. But with God, everything. And, you know, even I believe if, if you would just... Uh, acknowledge God whether he whether or not he helps you out of that situation to acknowledge him and to have faith that he is listening and watching I think that would be a comfort don't y'all just to know that he's you know that song it says if Jesus goes with me I'll go Anywhere, tis heaven to me, where'er I may be, if he is there. I count it a privilege here, his cross to bear. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go anywhere. Y'all know that one? I do. 
thank you. <laughs> All these other gals don't know it. That's an oldie goldie. Uh, Brother Jeff, are you with us yet? Mm. I don't know. I don't know what's what's the the hold up. Uh, see, he he was going to uh, Florida. In fact, he's in Florida right now, and uh, he's a one of his old preacher friends and his wife. They're going check on. Uh, you know, it blessed my heart because he knows I'm I'm one foot brave, but he's uh, he's been wanting to come and visit with us just just because uh, you know we may not be here too much longer. But I bragged on him about going to visit the the preacher in Florida, and that's not a that's not a he lives in. Um, and I never can remember if it's South Carolina or North Carolina. I don't know. Uh, but that's a pretty big jump to just go check on somebody. So I was, I, I bragged on him. <clears throat> I talked to him today and this afternoon, actually. And um, I got, I got, I sent the, the number to him. But you know how this crazy talk shoe is. He may be having trouble getting on. I, I, hope, he know, I hope he knows how to mute, unmute himself by pressing the star six or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. He may not have heard that. Uh, if, if he's on, you may be muted, Brother Jeff. Press star six and let yourself in. Usually, though, if uh, if they will give that information out to a a listener, mm-hmm. of course, I guess we're all claim to be listeners, huh? Yeah. Yeah, when I dialed tonight, they gave me that information, how to be unmuted. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to, uh, maybe, you reckon I ought to call him? Wouldn't hurt. Uh, let me let me call him and see if he's having trouble. I'll, I'll be back if I can get back. Okay. But she was quite.
y'all there? Hello. I am. I am. <laughs> okay. I'm coming. I'm coming home from Leesville, and I got my grandkids in the car with me, so I have myself muted. <laughs> <laughs> And we're having to improvise. Has anybody been in touch with Christy? I don't know. I wanted to wish her a happy birthday. I know she had a birthday. Friday, yeah. When is her birthday? It was uh, this past Friday. Oh, last Friday. Yeah. I believe she was 65 years old. Wow. Oh. She doesn't she look at her active, does she? She sure does. She looks really good. Really good. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm I'm back. Get a hold of him? I, he did not answer his phone, so I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> oh, here he is. I don't know what
Hello. Hello. Okay. Uh, he's on his way. He said that number. Uh, he never did get my number. So I don't know this crazy phone. I'll blame it on the phone. But anyway, he's going to dial in. <clears throat> so we'll we'll give him a, hopefully he, he'll be successful to, to dial in. Y'all, y'all that's got the good ears, see if you hear him when he comes in. Where are you going to start when he gets in? Uh, th- verse 13, chapter 14, verse 13. Is anybody or he'll not know? <laughs> is did anybody extra come in? I don't think so. How about Miss Christie? I just asked them if they if anybody had called her. <clears throat> I don't think anybody did. Okay. And I don't know how to. Only way I could call her would be to turn my phone off and then call her and then turn my phone back on to get back to y'all. Don't worry about it. I don't know how to switch over. Don't worry about it. We'll just wait and see 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 what happens. I told him, I said, okay, we're waiting with bated breath. And he said, oh, I have bad breath. <laughs> oh, he said, oh, you said bated breath. <laughs> Did you give him the 62954 number? Oh. Ever what it was, uh, I hadn't got it memorized. Six oh five. No, after you give him the phone number, then did you give him the six two nine five four number? Mhm. You did. The pin code. Janice. We lost Jan Miss Janice. Who's on the line now? I'm sorry. Ada, is that you? Yes, ma'am. Are we the only ones on here now? <laughs> I I guess so. No, I'm here, and so is oh. my neighbor. Is that Jan? Jan. Um, oh, Jan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm back. Okay. And that's Dana, Dana here. I'm here. Okay. We're all anticipating this. <laughs> okay, he's having trouble. 
But he's he's gonna try it again. Janice, yes, yes. When they ask you to put your pin number or something in there, the the number six two nine five four. Did you give him that number? Yes, ma'am. Okay. With the with the pound sign on it. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, if you didn't, you know, he wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, we'll listen and see if he... I said, just keep dialing. Uh, sometimes it, I have to dial time and time again. <clears throat> Hey, there. Hey, hey, sister. Hey, there he God, is. you made it. Yay, yay. <laughs> we, we, we made it in here. So. Jeff, we've got, I don't know, four or five ladies here. We're just waiting on you to start us. I'll recap Chapter 14 down to, uh, down to 12. So, um. Uh, Verse 13 from there on is yours. Oh, me. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm going there. I'm pulling this up here. All right. Exodus 14. Okay. So you, 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 you're getting ready to recap there, sister? I did recap the the uh, oh. the you know first twelve and uh, you you start up on I mean you can recap it too but uh, so the more the merrier oh okay and uh, okay and what what's your time frame here uh, till eight o'clock oh okay nine o'clock my time all righty all right well did you already pray and everything. Yes, sir. All right. Well, um, okay, I'm going to read verses 13 through 18. 13 through 18. And we'll see if we get through those and we go further, we will. But I think those are, that's a good block to look at. And so Exodus 14, 13 through 18 says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians, whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. But lift thou up thy rod, and stretch out thine hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh, and above on all his host, and upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, and upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. Uh, to me, these are some of the most exciting verses uh, in uh, in the Word of God. I just, uh, man, you can just uh, uh, picture all this right here. And of course, we have uh, Israel uh, coming out of captivity, 
captivity from uh, Egypt, and they had, of course, you know, they'd been in Egypt over 400 years, or 400 years. And I think uh, maybe you noted this, I don't know, but uh, I don't know how many people realize this, or maybe you already noted that, do you know that God prophesied to Abraham? Now, here we are, we're talking 400 years later, but he prophesied to Abraham that one day his seed would be in a strange land for 400 years. So, you know, that's amazing, all these things, all that that happened, you know, uh, in the will of God. And so you even look about uh, the, the story. It's kind of funny. On, on Sunday, I preached on Joseph there in the last uh, at Genesis 50 about how he said, you know, uh, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good and showing that everything that happened in his life uh, uh, was in the will of God. And so if we, if we look at just Joseph there at the end of Genesis 50, we say, hey, we see that everything that happens in an individual's life, you know, that is a child of God, that, 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 that it, it, God is in control, and uh, God is uh, uh, guiding all the things that come in and out of our life. But we see that he's even not only in control of individual lives, but he's in control of nations. And we need to remember that in our country, even as we get ready for this uh, election coming up. You know, that how important it is to pray for our nation and, and, and seek God's face for our nation because uh, just we, like we see God controlling Israel, which we say, well, we know that's his people, but we know that God controls all nations, and we want uh, uh, God to move on our, our nation and that, just like, and that he would uh, deliver us from some of the things going on in our nation. But let's look at the, uh, uh, these verses here. Man, just in 13, there, I mean, there's, there's so much. And Moses said unto the people. Of course, we know God said to Moses, and then Moses said unto the people. And that, that uh, is our job as the children of God, of course, you know. Of course, as, 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 a, as, as, as a preacher, we know that that's our job to uh, get with God and let him speak to us and whatever he gives us uh, to pass it on uh, to the people. And he starts off here, and just look at all these short statements. Fear ye not. Boy, now that same, looking at what they're facing, you think, well, what do you mean, uh, fear not? Uh, we got this great army coming against us, and we got this uh, sea shut up before us, and it looks like uh, we're, we're, uh, we're cornered in. But, uh, you know, hey, uh, we know that situations like this are just a great time uh, for us to show great faith and for God to show uh, his, his hand strong. But what did he tell them to do? Here they are, they're in fear and they're worried and they're fretting. And what does he say to them? You know, usually when we're fretting, a lot of times we're pacing back and forth and, you know, we're all uh, worked up about it. What's he do? He says, stand still. Stand still. And, of course, as soon as you hear those words, what, what verse comes to mind? Be still and know that I am God. Boy, uh, how, how uh, uh, often we need to learn that, that when life has us in fear and life has us in the anxiety and life has us worrying, boy, if we'll just, if we'll just uh, 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 be still, amen, and just stand still before God. Because, no, what are the next words? And see. And see, listen, uh, whenever God's allowed something to come into our life or it seems like we're end up by situation and circumstance, we need to know 
that God has done that because he wants us to show, he wants to show us something. And see, and I, I use that, you know, how sometimes you'll, you're, you're trying to get a child's attention or somebody's attention. You'll, you sort of take your two fingers and you're, you'll look at them, you'll point them at them, you'll, you'll, you'll sort of hey, say, hey, right here, right here, right, look right here. No, don't look to the right, don't look to the left. You just need to zero in on me. Sometimes we'll do that to our children, and uh, that's what the Lord's uh, doing to his people right here. Now, listen, you need just, uh, you know, zero out that close seat, zero out that army, and you just need to get your focus on me right now. And no matter what's going on in our life, amen, we just need to keep, continue to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And a lot of times, you know, we, we miss out because we just won't stand still uh, uh, before God. Because, you know, when, it's when we stand still that we can hear that still, small voice. Well, if there's one thing that God is trying to teach us, that no matter what's going on, that we, if we, 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 we need to be able to hear his voice. Well, you just see that thought all through the word of God. But if you remember, uh, even there in Genesis, when Adam and Eve messed up, you know, a lot of people say, yeah, well, Adam and Eve messed up and the Lord came down. But you, if you read that, it does not say the Lord came down. It says the voice of the Lord came to the garden, the voice of the Lord. And then you go over there uh, uh, where uh, you remember Samuel, when he was in the temple, just a boy, and, uh, and uh, he heard his name, Samuel, Samuel, and he thought it was Eli. And yeah. uh, remember that? And so he went in there. And when he went down, then he heard it again. Then the third time, I think, was finally Eli said, Eli should have known this already, but he was kind of back. So he said, hey, wait a minute, that's the Lord. I thought it was interesting that, 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 that uh, the, God didn't come to Samuel and just say, hey, Samuel, it's God. You know, you're going to be here for a while. We might as well get to know each other. You know, hey, he was just, he just, just from the get-go, he wanted to ta- train him to recognize that voice, to recognize that voice. Boy, then when Elijah, when he was when he was caught up in that cave, right? What did God command? He came in that still small voice. Then even in the New Testament, when uh, when the disciples were out on the sea, and remember, and they thought they saw a spirit, and they said, "Hey, who is that? Who is that?" And and, and the Lord did what did the Lord say? He didn't say, "Hey, it's me, Jesus. Don't worry, it's me, Jesus." That's not what he said. He said, "What did he say?" He just said, "It is I." It is I. And you see, what he was saying is he shouldn't have had to say who he was. They should have been recognized his voice. Even though they were in the midst of the storm, they should have been in tune to his voice. Boy, that's what, uh, that's what we need to learn. Hey, no matter what's going on in life, Lord, help, my, help me to have a listening heart. Help me to have a sensitive heart. The Lord, when I'm hemmed up and, and there's so much around that could, could cause fear, if I wasn't standing still, if I wasn't, if my eyes weren't where they should be, if my eyes, my heart wasn't where it should be, and I was tuned in uh, to that voice. And what does he, what he says? I like this. Stand still and see. Boy, it's exciting when God wants to show his people something mighty. Listen, God is still in the big things business. 
He still has to, in 2020 and 2021 coming up at the Lord's Harry, he still has things that he wants to show us. He still has things he wants us to see. Why, well, Sister Davis, you and I could just stay back a few years when, uh, when God used you, God used Sister Davis in a mighty way uh, to help my daughter and I get up to that island. Right, sister? And yes, sir. Remember, the, all the, uh, remember all those calls and texts I was sending back? Right. In fact, you got yeah. on, the, uh, on the Bible study one night. Remember? All the ladies that heard you. Oh, okay, okay. No, I, I'll say I don't, I don't, I don't remember that. But I remember I was sent all those days. But you see that that wasn't back. That wasn't back two thousand years ago. That wasn't back in the Great Awakening. That wasn't back in Spurgeon's time and D.L. Moody's time and R.H. Torrey's time. Hey, that was back in our time. God yeah. still is saying, "Hey, see, if you'll just be still, if you'll just pay attention, hey, I'm still doing big things." I'm still doing big things. I'm, I'm still uh, uh, shutting down the armies of the world, and I'm still, you know, God moves in this world all the time. I think about, you know, when I went to Bulgaria as a, as a missionary, and, and, and you remember when the wall, the wall came down here, we had, Russia had all these nuclear bombs, and America had all these nuclear bombs, and we had this long, cold war, and boy, but that, that's not what opened up, what made the wall fail. It's just one day, God decided to let a handful of people from Hungary, I think it was, or somewhere, just sort of trickle across a fence, and, and then uh, all of a sudden, it just thousands upon thousands, and you know, the Lord just said, you know what, I'm going to move, it's time to open these things up. It's time to bring all those Jews down from Russia and get them back to Israel. It's time for East and West Germany to be unified. It's time for all those uh, Turkish republics, uh, uh, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, to get out from the Soviet Union and unite so all those Muslims can get ready for the end times when they come against Israel and all that. And, you know, God was just moving, and we're on the news going, oh, wow, look what's happening over there. But it's God just still moving in our day and age, doing big things. And if we're in tune to him, we don't just see the news. We see God on the move and God doing big things all around us. And so, uh, you know, God still wants us just to be still and tune into him and see what he, the big things that he's doing. And he says the salvation of the Lord, it's all of the Lord. And I like this, which he will show you, what's that next word? Today. He's the God of today. He's a, the Bible says, behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, today is the day of salvation. Whatever God wants to do in your life, he wants, to, he wants to do it today or he wants to begin it today. He's the God of today. God has something, amen, that he wants to show us today. Now, it, 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 may, not always, it may not always be the, 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 the moving, you know, the, the opening up of a, of a big sea, right? It may not always be something big like that, but it'll always be this. You see, at the time, what did they need? At the time, what they need, they needed that sea to open. That's what they needed, right? But here's the thing. The Lord knows what you need today. Well, when he talks to them on that day, that's what they needed. But today, he knows what you need. And today, he wants to open up things to you that you need today and on a daily basis. And so we need to remember that. We, you know, we always want to push the things of God uh, off into the future. But listen, he's, he's, he's the God of today. And boy, when we get up, we need to say, God, I want to live for you today. 
I want to be in tune with you today. I want to see you today. I want to hear your voice today. I want to see you move in my life today. I want to see you move through my life today. Lord, use me today to help somebody along the way. And like this, you shall see them again no more forever. Well, what a beautiful picture of salvation this is. He says the salvation of the Lord, and then he gives a beautiful picture of salvation uh, within this verse. He says, what's he going to do? He says, the Egyptians, right, which are our enemy, you shall see them again no more forever. Boy, think about that day that God saved you. Amen. He puts your sins far from you as east is uh, from west. Boy, he cast them into the sea of his uh, forgetfulness. Now, God didn't forget your sin. You know, like I said, well, you know, God forgot your sin. No, God didn't. God didn't forget your sin. Forgetfulness is a sign of weakness. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of, uh, well, you know, uh, we sort of hit that stage in life. Oh, man, well, we seem to forget more. Forgetfulness is a sign of weakness. God didn't forget our sins. See, what did he do? He made a conscious decision to remember them no more. That's a whole lot better. That's a whole lot better. And you know what? And he, he, ye shall see them no more. And we need to remember, hey, thank God, amen, I don't, all those, all my past, I don't have to see anymore. But thank God he doesn't, he doesn't uh, uh, see, see it anymore. Uh, uh, well, I'm going to stop on this verse because we got more to go. Anybody have any thoughts or comments on this, this verse 13 before we move on to something else? I wanted to say God, God didn't forget our sins. He made a conscious decision to do what? To to remember them no more. To remember them more. Okay, got you. Right. Yeah. That's a big. That's a big. That's a big difference. Somebody might have a question or a comment or something. But isn't it that um, the Lord also um, punishes sins? I mean. It gets rid. Yeah, he got rid of our sin. I mean, uh, I know the Lord said forget. Uh, he will forget it. All the things that we've done, right? But isn't it that the Lord also uh, remembers our sins and punishes? I mean, there's punishment for every sin. No, there, 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 there there's not. There, there's not. There's not punishment for every i think what people get confused in sometimes is is we're, we're forgiven all of our sins and he made a conscious decision uh to remember them no more as far as as far as our salvation as far as you know it doesn't affect our salvation it doesn't affect uh our our positional relationship with him but it, yeah. it, but if but the Bible does teach you know for what sober man soweth that shall he also reap. So if 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 we if we do some things we shouldn't do in this life, right? We can we can we can suffer some consequences in this life yes. uh, mm-hmm. for those for those things. But that's 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 different than uh, than being uh, a judged by being judged uh, uh, for those those sins as far as you know them affecting our salvation and affecting our position positional uh relationship uh uh with god because some people think think that we you know some people think you can lose your salvation some people think that it affects our positional relationship some things you know thinks you know 
uh, uh, you know, that, that those things are going to affect us in eternity. Now, we, 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 because we, we weren't doing what we should be at, maybe on some particular days, we may not get rewards we could have earned on that day. So that will affect us in the sense of uh, uh, our rewards at, at, at the judgment seat. But when we stand before him, we're not going to be judged for any sins. We're just going to see the result of, of uh, uh, the life we lived for him or failed to live for him in light of uh, the, the benefits that we get uh, from that. Does that make sense? Do you understand that? Does somebody have a question yep. about it? Um, hmm. You still have a question. What's the question? Yeah, re restate your question, Ida. <clears throat> yeah. is... no. hmm. I'm still thinking. So is there... What's that? No, no, go ahead and ask. We're all here to learn together. We're here to learn together. But the moment you got saved, all your you got you got forgiven of all your sins. Most people don't realize that you got you got you got forgiven for sins past. You got past, present, and future. And people say, how can you be forgiven for all your for your future sins? Well, listen, when Jesus died on the cross, all your sins were future. Mm -hmm. And you you were actually forgiven at Calvary. You just you, you just didn't get the personal benefit of it until you accepted him. No. I have a, I have a question. Um, yes. What if a person, okay, say he, he claims to be saved and yet... He kept on doing the same thing over and over and over again. What can you say about that? Well, the Bible the Bible talks about that. Matter of fact, I preached on that recently. If a man if a man you know commit a sin over there, that means continually, right? A man that considers sin is not born of God. But you know, there's a difference between you know uh, somebody continuously doing something and somebody just committing a sin or committing a act, and so. Uh, I, you know, the Bible teaches if somebody got saved, there should be a change in their life. So like you said, you said if somebody claims to be saved. I believe that the Bible teaches there's evidence of salvation. The Bible talks about, you know, works meet for repentance. You know, there should be evidence in a change uh, uh, life. I sort of give this example. You know, in Romans 1.16, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Well, that word, that word power, there is the same word we get our word, you know, dynamite from, you know. And so I used the example. I said, you know, I've never seen dynamite. I was in the military. I've never seen dynamite go off, and, go off on anything that it didn't affect its appearance. Right? <laughs> Every yeah. time I've seen dynamite go off on something, it, it made a clear, it had a clear effect on that thing. And so I don't see how the and the gospel is the dynamite of God, and I don't see how the, 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 the if somebody says they got saved, and there's no change in their life, I sort of say it this way: Listen, they might want to check and see if the dynamite really went off, you know, <laughs> if they really, you know, if there was no change, because the Bible clearly shows by people in the Bible. Paul, you see, his life was transformed. Peter, his life was transformed. You see, everybody that got saved, uh, their life was transformed. Didn't mean they never made a mistake, but their life there was a distinct change in their life. 
And then I look at my life. I, I, I say, hey, there was a distinct change in my life. I look at the testimony of others, and they say it shows a distinct change in their life. And so um, uh, that doesn't mean we're fruit inspectors, but we are, you know, we do want things, we do believe that things should line up with the Word of God. And so, if so you know, because the Bible, the Bible clearly says, you know, uh, you know, the Lord chastises, you know, his children. And so if somebody can go away with things and they're never chastised, he says, then they're not sons, they're bastards. So the, the Bible says, hey, I don't care what they say they are. You know, if, if they're wanting to change or if they can go through that without there being any conviction, something doesn't make sense. You know, they can say it just like he says over there in, in, in Matthew 7 or wherever, wherever it is where he says, you know, people come to say, Lord, Lord, not everyone that says them to be Lord, showing the kingdom of heaven. You know, he's gonna look, they're going to look and say, Lord, we did this in your name, that in your name, that in your name. He's going to say, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. So just because somebody, you know, uh, 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 professes something doesn't necessarily mean they possess something. But, you know, if they possess it, then there should be a distinct change in their life. And if they have truly been saved, well, then all their sins are forgiven, right? doesn't mean they'll, they'll never, may never uh, uh, mess up. But, you know, if they, if they continue in a life without any conviction or any uh, chastisement, that doesn't, to me, I believe that doesn't line up uh, with uh, 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 the Word of God. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I, know I know, hey, listen. You know, like I always, I always sort of say it this way. I don't know if it's a nice way to say it, but it's the way I say it. You know, we all know how to do stupid. And when Jeff Stewart does stupid, boy, man, I'm, I thank God for the convicting power of the Word of God, the convicting power of the Spirit of God. This says, man, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, hey. And the Lord says, hey, see, see, look at me, look. Slaps me across the face, if you will, and, and helps me to, 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 to get my heart right. Yeah. Uh, does that does that help you or answer your question or? Um, yeah. Um. Another question. Isn't it that uh, there's it's mentioned in the Bible somewhere? Uh, the Lord said, uh, "Revenge is mine." So that means um, the Lord will do something to the to those people who did something wrong or. I, well, I forgot I, what yeah, there. Right, revenge is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. But that, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'd use that verse towards towards uh, safe people. But okay. That, that is what it says. But we we need to remember that when He tells us how to treat our enemies, that we shouldn't try to avenge ourselves, and know that He'll take care of our enemies for us. That's where I believe that verse would apply. Sort of like with the Egyptians here, right? That he, I mean, as an example, he's going to take care of, he's going to take care of the Egyptians here. Okay. So it's only for um, unsaved people. Unsaved people. Well, yeah, for saved people, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a vengeance. It would be a chastisement. Chastisement. Okay. You know, like it says in, uh, is it uh, Hebrews 12? Mhm. Yeah. Does 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 that make sense? Do you do you agree with that, or do you I see agree. that? I know uh, I can see the difference. You, you see the difference? Uh huh. Thank right. you. It'd be sort of the same if you had children, and one of your children acted up. You're gonna you're gonna treat them different than if some 
you know, some stranger tries to come bust it in your house and harm your family. <laughs> That's vengeance. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Chastisement mm-hmm. is what you might do to your children if they act up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do you see uh, that? We got to hurry. All right, all right. Okay, you have any questions, Sister Davis? No, no. All right, go yep, ahead. we got to hurry here. We got to hurry here. All right. You're going to have to come here next week if you don't get us, uh, get, get sorry. Israel okay if i don't get him if i don't get if i don't get him finished okay here we go and the lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace amen uh sometimes we just need to amen be still and be quiet right amen mm-hmm. <laughs> be still and be quiet and move to verse 15 that's what the lord that's what sister david just told us to do there right and the lord said unto moses wherefore look at this now th- th- this is a big thing i think here in verse 15 this is, I think this is a big, important principle here in verse 15 that really is sort of the center of, of these verses. Look, so I want us to pay attention to verse 15. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Look what he says. Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. Boy, you know what he's saying? Say, listen. He's saying, hold your peace. He's saying, basically, you know, if we want to say this sort of in a, in a human way, he's just saying, listen, you just need to shut up and get moving and you know uh you know there's times that the lord just wants us to be moving forward and trust in him and we're 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 either standing there froze by fear or we're or we're spent in there you know crying about something or uh, uh praying about something that really doesn't require prayer you know he's we, we just need to get up and, and move forward and uh, 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 let him uh, get us further down the road. And, I, and we see that. He said, what, what are you doing sitting here crying? What are you doing sitting here whining and moaning when you should be moving forward? Boy, there's a lot of t- t- people uh, that can be moving forward for God, but instead of looking at him, instead of trusting him, they're, they're uh, getting sidetracked. And, and, and really uh, uh, praying about things they'll need to pray about when God's already said, move forward. But he says, but lift thou up thy rod and stretch out thine hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of thee. And behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get my honor upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts and upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. Notice that. Amen. You know, people talk about God hardening Pharaoh's heart. Now, that doesn't mean, uh, you know, uh, you got to remember this. All that means is God is with is, is withdrawn his spirit. When we think about clay for a moment, when the water is withdrawn, it naturally hardens. It's not like God did some mystical thing in Pharaoh's heart. It's just that he gave Pharaoh chances. He gave the Egyptians a chance to put their trust in God. And when they didn't trust in God, he withdrew from them. And the natural, the natural result of God pulling back from somebody is their heart is automatically hardened because of its natural state of sin that's what's going to happen when the Holy Spirit pulls out and the church pulls out right he says and behold I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians verse 18 and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh and upon his chariots and upon his horsemen and see what was the difference when you guys look at those next uh, verses he says you see he gave he gave uh, a one group uh, uh, faith. 
It says it says this uh, Hebrews eleven twenty nine Hebrews eleven twenty nine says this by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land which the Egyptians attempting to do were drowned and what was the difference the element of faith boy that's faith makes the difference when you try to move forward when you try to accomplish uh, great uh, exploits of, of for God. The only difference between those that made it across and those that didn't make it across was the element of faith. Boy, many times in our life, the difference between our failures and our successes, not just between the same lust, but even our own life, we, the difference between our successes and our failures is our faith, our ability to trust God in that situation, our ability to stand still and hear, be sensitive to that small voice, our ability to keep our eyes on him, our ability just to get up and trust God and move forward in, 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 instead of uh, uh, sitting there whining about what's going on in our life. Let's see. Uh, uh, anybody have any, you have any thoughts there, Sister Davis, or anything else? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I appreciate you saying what you did about hardening the heart. We've talked about that, you know, all through this chapter about what did that really mean. So that helped me to, to think about, you know, uh, he, he just, when he withdrew his spirit, then he was left to himself, which was a hard heart. Right. It, it would naturally harm just because, well, what makes our heart soft? What makes our heart tender? It's when the Spirit of God is moving upon our heart. That's when we're sensitive. The only thing that makes our heart soft is the Word of God and the Spirit of God. So when, when, when that's when we're, so when does our heart get hard? When do we get away from God? When we're not in the Word, when we're not sensitive to a Spirit, even as a believer, our heart is not as sensitive as it should be. We see that example in our own life. Do you agree with that? True. So, so, so what it was, God gave all those opportunities for Pharaoh to turn to God, Egypt to turn to God, and you see, he could have just like Nebuchadnezzar. God gave him a test and put through him a test, and he called and he turned he turned to the Lord. You know, he went and he he believed the God, and and Cyrus and other pagan kings turned to God, and so Pharaoh could have turned to God, but because he didn't, God withdrew the spirit of God, and God's witness withdrew, and so left to himself, his heart naturally hard, just like it talks about in Romans one, when they didn't recognize him as God, and all these things, what happened? Their hearts were hardened, and they, then he gave them over. He, what did he give them over to? He just gave them over to their own heart. The worst thing a man can be left to is his own heart because the heart is deceitful above all things, above all things and desperately wicked. Who could know it? Just like in Genesis when he comes down to judge, he says the thoughts of the heart are what, uh, evil continuously or wicked continuously. Yeah. Hey, brother. Hi, uh, brother. Um, yes. Hello. <laughs> this yes. is Jay. Yes. This is Dan. You just said um, the the differences between our something and our failures is faith. What was that other word? Well, the difference between our 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 our, 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 fa well, our failures and our successes in our own Christian life, <laughs> but you know. Between our failures and our moving forward, like with them, right? He, them moving forward, right? And what he was trying to do, he was trying to stir their faith back up because they were looking at situation, circumstance. They were sitting there belly aching and crying. He said, listen, you know, just like they just needed a, a slap across. They say, hey, look, get your eyes on me. 
Get your faith back, and you should be moving forward. And see, they knew what they they just need to do. Amen. What what God had already set them up to do. You know, God God had already prepared them to move forward. He got them in that place. And if they just believed God, all they had to do was move forward. Well, how many times God will get us in a place, and He'll prepare sudden for some reason we'll get weak in faith or we'll get our eyes off of God or we'll get looking at a situation, amen, and we fail to move forward when, you know, that's all we need to do is just trust him and move forward and, and, and things will open up before us as we do that. Thank you, brother. You I know, really need whether it's a whether it's a job opportunity, whether it's an opportunity to witness to somebody, you know, uh, whatever whatever he whatever he has for us, man. Sometimes you know uh, we just need to get up and move forward. That's good. So, you know, I think, I think with all this stuff going on in the world today, everybody's, you know, whining about this and whining about that. Well, hey, I think we just need to get move forward and trust God, and he'll open up Amen. the things that need to be opened up. Brother Jeff. Everybody, everybody needs to quit whining. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I, I, I hate to um, I fearfully ask you, like uh, Abraham, after that third time, he said... Oh, just bear with me. <laughs> bear with me. See, you've got to come back next week and finish this right here, because this was this was our lesson for tonight. And I'm sorry, it took you too long. So <laughs> you just got to come back. That's all I know. Yeah. Oh, we hey, hey, hey! Do, do, do I got one more minute? I want to. I want to give you something to think about real quick. One yeah, second. Do ahead. I have one minute or not? You know, you were just talking about how Abraham Abraham uh, cried to the Lord and said, hey, if there's only 10, and the Lord said, yeah, even if there's 10, yeah. and he probably would have went less. You know, I was telling my people the other day as we're getting ready for this election and stuff, and it seems like, you know, uh, uh, all these things are against us in this world. Now think about just God said He would have saved Sodom and Gomorrah for ten people. Now think about it. I don't know how many people are in Sodom and Gomorrah, but let's just start off with a thousand. Ten is only one percent of a thousand, right? So He said, "Hey, if one percent of that place is righteous, I'll deliver that city." But there might have been two thousand, which would have made it point five percent. But you see, just just a small percentage of a people being righteous can affect a whole city, can affect the whole nation. So just the fact it might seem like there aren't many strong Christians anymore, there might not many strong churches anymore, and I know, you know, like we're a small church in Greenville and you're a small church in Evans, don't let that discourage you. We're, we're you know, even when, when God said he was going to bring Jesus into the world, he said, Bethlehem, though thou be small, among them, right? Though thou be small, out of thee shall he come forth. And though you might be a small church in Evans, and though we might be a small church in Greenville, and there's other small churches, hey, out of thee shall he come forth if we'll believe him. And we're a big enough percentage that if we'll trust God and believe God and pray for our nation, we can hold back the tide of God's judgment and bring grace to people. Amen. Yeah. yeah, that's that sounds great. 
Uh, well, let, let me ask you, let me pin you down. Would you come back and finish this on down to 31? Oh, I'm down to, I'm down to 31? Okay, uh-huh. next. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, sh- uh-huh. I should be, I, I, well, yeah, I, I, I'll be, I should be home then. And uh, okay, I'll tell you what. Let's 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 uh, plan a bit, but we'll, we'll we'll talk one more time before that because uh, I got a lot of things going on next weekend. But sister, if uh, if if you'll you'll call me, we'll and uh, remind okay. me on that. I'll I'll go I'll go ahead and make a tentative uh, commitment now. Okay, but then uh, okay. when I get back home, we'll nail that down and uh, make sure. Okay, we, we won't hold you to it if uh, you know something else is, comes up. Thank you. I appreciate you letting me join you tonight. I don't know if I accomplished anything, but I appreciate you letting me get on with you, dear ladies. Oh, I sure enjoyed it. You explained two or three things for me that cleared it up for me, too. And I thank you for that. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies, for loving the Lord. And uh, uh, I just want you to know that Sister Davis is one of the the the, the 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 greatest uh blessings that the lord ever brought into into our life and you don't know how much i i tell people about her and 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 brag on her and her love for the lord jesus christ and i'm so thankful that uh privilege of knowing her and you talk and you talk ugly about me too well, I do because I, I I do I do make fun of her. I say I say yeah I got this this sweet sister and in Louisiana she'll call me she'll say brother Jeff just wanted to call and share something you so with you brother bad. Jeff. You are so bad. Hey, hey you know the All other right. day when you called me and I had somebody in my office they said oh that's that lady from Louisiana isn't it. <laughs> Oh my! All right. Well, let's pray. We're we're out of here. All right, Father. We do thank you. We thank you, blessed Lord. Thank you. Thank you that you just uh, blessed us with this this good spiritual blessing, Lord. Just right now, and I I pray for Brother Jeff and I pray for these ladies, Lord. That ever what we heard tonight we'll be sure and use it and think about it in the next few days bless him as they travel or bless that family that he's with now i ask it in jesus name amen amen, amen. love y'all lord bless y'all lord bless y'all thank you amen. you too thank, thank you yep bye-bye bye with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.